Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, everybody. It's your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye. You're checking in to Blazing Rye backstage. Boy, it's been a long time since we've done a uh, Blazing Rye radio proper, and I have big news. Uh, nope, don't really have any news regarding that, but uh, looking to get back into it more so in the near future. Uh, in the meantime, uh, as everyone knows, this is a, uh, a, a basically an off-the-record, candid kind of conversation between my uh one of my best friends from home uh john weeks notice i prefaced it with the one of so that other people don't get pissed off and uh me and uh weeks and i rarely agree on anything one of the things is showing up on time for the show so uh, i just texted him uh it's 901 let's see and and weeks is the kind of person who He's one of the only people I actually know all of the uh, digits to his phone number. I know every single one, all ten of them, and uh, this is what they are. It's two zero. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so uh, oh wait, I think he might. Is he texting me? No, no. The message is just saying it's uh, delivered. Hmm. I wonder if he took a nap on this very tired. Oh, when he calls in, blog talk doesn't pick up. Well, that's weird. Um, let me try calling him. I'll try calling out. All right, let's see. Uh, uh, some dialing music in your heads, please. Some dialing music. I think I remember his phone number. Two. I think this is it. Let's see. Hey, man. Hey, man. What you do with the deal, man? Hey, man. What's going on, man? man? What I what what call that number, man? It just keeps ringing, man. Oh, that is, that is. Which number are you dialing? The 917 388? Uh, yeah, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take it from the top real quick and just say, uh, uh, welcome to Blazing Ride Backstage. It's Thursday, March 9th, 1984. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, uh, Blazing Rye, and uh, this is Blazing Ride Backstage. And uh, to kick things off, I would like to welcome, having technical difficulties, the Richter to my O'Brien, the uh, Fergie to my Will I Am, the Black Thought to my Quest Love. The Keith Richards to my Mick Jagger, the Ringo Starr to my Paul McCartney, I guess, the Don Felder to my Don Henley, and I say Don Felder because that's the one who got kicked out of the band, the Sade to my band, Ooh. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, Mr. Jonathan Weeks, how are you, mate? Good, man. How are you doing, man? 
The club isn't the best place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. Me and my friends at the table doing shots, drinking fast, and then we talk slow. Come over and start up a conversation with just me, and trust me, I'll give it a chance now. Take my hand, stop Girl, you know I want your love. Your love was handmade for somebody like me. Come on now, follow my lead. I may be crazy, don't mind me. Say, boy, let's not talk too much. Grab on my waist and put that body on me. Come on now, follow my lead. Come on now, follow my lead. So, what's going going on with you, man? What have you been up to, man, in the last couple weeks, man? Not much, man. What's going on, man? I uh, you know, took a couple of days off of work. I went back to the Elm City, man, uh, to the H the town, the Hamden in Connecticut. I uh, was there for just uh, the weekend and a couple of days, so you know, until yesterday, and uh, and back to Buffalo today. Back to work, working. Uh, you know what I did though? Uh, yesterday, Ooh, my what? brother's birthday went to. Ooh. We did one of those escape rooms in New Haven, in New Hey Hey, in Elm City. You know those uh, the puzzle rooms where you're supposed to figure out the damn clues and the puzzles and get out the damn room? I feel like that, that, should not, that should not be a thing in New Haven. You're right. You're right. You know, <laughs> why do you want to escape New Haven, first of all? Secondly, things can get real violent real quick. And... Uh, <laughs> It, it was it was it was fun though. It was very fun. We failed miserably because we did it as a family. It was very humorous. You know, you see my father he'd go nuts and can't figure anything you know, you know anything out there. And then my mother is working on one task the whole entire hour, and she couldn't get it done. And then my brother's <laughs> just going nuts because the, the time is ticking by, and he's trying to like uh, manage us somehow. And me, I'm just trying to use brute force to figure out the clues. So you hear a lot of banging. I'm hitting all these panels. I'm hitting the walls. I, I just was going nuts. Uh, but it was what? Was what exactly is this? What, you're you're where, where you're trapped in a, a. Okay, so where is the location of the safe room place? Okay, so the safe room New Haven is. Uh, I don't know what street it is, but it's right off the Trouble exit in New Haven, and it's. Uh, you know, if you if you keep going up the street uh, where Casius is, right off that block to the right, it's right there. And uh, oh, okay. Basically, the concept is they have four or five different concept rooms. Uh, you pay for the hour uh, for a certain size group, and uh, you basically start off with the first clue, and from then on, it's kind of linear, and you move on to the next clue, the next clue, and you're trying to find out. The, based on the scenario, you're trying to help a friend escape, help, help a fr- you know, yourself escape, but trying to find the jewels. It's almost like Clue, but it's much more of a free-for-all in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, the clues that you go for. So you're trying to find a key to unlock this lock. There's like a million locks, and there's different concepts. And we picked the one they call the gallery. So the room that we got stuck in was an art gallery. It was a bunch of photos and paintings on the wall and uh, sculptures and whatnot, and you're supposed to find that. The, the end clue is uh, like you're supposed to find the jewels for this one or to find your friend who's mysteriously lost. And uh, you're stuck in the room that only you out for about an hour. And you're supposed to figure it out. So what? What, if you don't, what if you don't figure it out? You don't figure it out. What they did was uh, we only got about 60% through it. Uh, so 
Uh, they come in, they show you the rest of the, what you're supposed to be doing, and um, you just put your name on a wall, basically. You have a key name, and uh, even if you do figure it out, there's not much they give you anyway. Then they just put your name on a wall, too. So, um, uh, so we went there, and there was another group there. They chose a more difficult one. They didn't finish either. So, um, But, yeah, it was fun. And, and I think they have more. They have these like in every major city now. And then they have one in Hartford, the Hey Hey. They have one in Buffalo as well. So uh, it's just it's expensive though. I was very surprised. The annual was like uh, almost thirty dollars per person. It's almost like only a yeah. park. It's, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. Uh, that's a, I will warn people. Yeah, that, that that's not cheap. The uh, you know there. This reminds me that there's something that people do every Halloween in New York that is. It's it's like they basically volunteer and pay to be in a torture situation, and uh, they ha- and they they like pay to basically get berated and and not like in a BDSM way like in a in a weird kind of like Halloween way. And I remember my friend Tori did it, and uh, well, I think she's an attorney now too. So you guys are you guys are strange. <laughs> You right about that. You right about that. So, um, do you remember speaking of art galleries? Do you remember what one of the one of the first encounters we had to have regarding our friend Jesus's bachelor party was when we went to that Starbucks downtown New Haven, and I was already so stressed out that I dragged you to Yale Art Gallery after because I needed to unwind. Yes, I remember that very clearly. Actually, that was, we. We had like a huge plan. We were going to be real organized and figure out the damn bachelor party thing. <laughs> and we just gave up at the end. Fucking doodle poles. Doodle poles and uh, <laughs> yellies. And it was, it was, you know, we we just went nuts. It was, you know, and why, that why was it on us? Why was, why was the onus on know. us? So they, they they tell they tell us what to they tell us we have to do everything then they they tell us they want to go to New Orleans which neither of us said we would do and then we said no right. and then we have to do everything and remember that oh it was supposed to be in Cape May we were supposed to get some shit in Cape May and then everything was booked for Memorial Day weekend and then, yeah oh yeah. god yeah that was just the start that was terrible that was the, the beginning of a nightmare and. uh <laughs> Uh, it just didn't make any sense. The yelling, they wanted to do it so democratically with the doodle poll, which we signed up for. And actually, the majority didn't want to go. They didn't want to go to, uh, you know, to, to, to any foreign area. They didn't want to, you know, I remember Jesus was talking about going to the Dominican Republic. I remember some people were talking about uh, going to California. And none of them in the, in the doodle poll voted to do that. That's the funny thing. Terrible. Yeah. Just. Why to so you can guarantee yourself nightmares tonight? Oh God, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I have those nightmares every night anyway, so there's not much I can do about it. Crap. Uh, <laughs> oh hey hey, so um, you, you may have seen on on uh, Facebook that that I've uh, I, I went to see Panic at the Disco twice last week. Yeah. Yes, how was it? Well, oh, amazing, and Brendan's amazing, and uh, I, I would let him do whatever he wants to me, even though I'm not a bottom. I would totally bottom for Brendan, and I, 
wouldn't make him wear protection. It'd be very unsafe. It'd be uh, just anything, basically any uh, sort of uh, fluids or anything that would come out of him. I would be okay with them landing on me aside from probably uh, fecal matter or vomit. So only fecal matter or vomit, I would not be uh, okay with. But everything else, he could do whatever he wants. And I'm not into that shit. <laughs> did you let him know that? I hope he did. You know that I got on... <laughs> no, but you know that I got on Grinder the other day, and I said hey to this, this guy, and then he, he writes back, want to take a shit on my chest. <laughs> So then I had to look up the directions on Google. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Um, it's a but, good way to break uh, the ice. You know? it's, it's a good way to break uh, something. Uh, but uh, I, was in, I was in Philadelphia um, for one of them. And so for the Philly one, I went to the concert by myself, but I scheduled the uh, trip around um, I mean I scheduled the trip to Philly around the concert but uh, to also see my friends Sam and Nick and their babies and I don't know if you've ever been around three-year-old twins for an extended period of time but um, speaking of vomit and and feces <laughs> there is uh, some of that going on um, but uh, great 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 kids, and you know Sam's one of my favorite people ever. Nick's, uh, you know, he's all right. No, he's great. Uh, but I uh, go to the concert, um, and uh, I had uh, – one of the reasons I wanted to go to the show in Philly was because there was an opportunity to get really close to the, the band to get a second-row seat if I paid for a VIP package thing. So I paid for a VIP package. Unlike the last time I did this with Panic. Um, there was no meet and greet this time, uh, which was fine. It was actually better because I, then I would have been super nervous and stuff. And, and uh, I'm pretty happy with how the first one turned out. Uh, but um, the uh, so I go and um, a lot of the time before, before, oh, my God, I was in line waiting outside. And re- like while we're waiting to go into the um, early entry for the VIP people, there was a, a bunch of uh, – people waiting in line so i'm waiting with them and then these just these dirty d-dub white trash people come up um and start like yelling to each other and saying like oh well the concert doesn't start for another like hour i paid 90 dollars you paid 90 dollars. you paid 90 dollars for my ticket and like already the the noise is driving me nuts and they're also they also don't look like they take they don't look like they take very good care of themselves but then one of them he whipped out some sort of a protein bar or something and the chewing, the mouth chewing made me suicidal. I wanted, I, and, and like all I could think was, I know that these people are not VIP, especially if they're paying $90 because the VIP package was uh, higher than that. I know that's ridiculous, but it was. Um, So I'm thinking if they paid $90, it sounds like they just got tickets today. They probably got them on StubHub or something. They don't know that they shouldn't be in this line. And I'm like, do I say something to them? Because I cannot take this anymore. But I figured, no, it'll be so funny when they realize that they're not in the right line after waiting all this time. So I just (laughs) waited it out. And um, And then the guy goes, Okay, so this is the line for everybody is in the um, victorious VIP package here. 
uh, right, the Victoria's VIP package, and I go, yep, and then, like, everyone was like, yes, and then the people behind me who were driving me nuts were like, wait, that, the VIP is a thing, that's a thing, and, oh, God, you know, it's from the parts of uh, Pennsylvania that you just, just don't want to go to unless you want to, you, you know, you're, you, 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 like, mutants, but, um, uh, so so it was just so funny that, and then they just stayed back while everyone else started walking into the place because they were um, in the wrong line. Uh, nothing against oh, the people who, you know, I don't mean to sound elitist against anyone who had normal tickets. I had the I had normal tickets at the garden last week, um, but uh, but those people um, were uh, very obnoxious. So I was glad to see that. But then what happened is we all went inside to the Wells Fargo Center in Philly. And um, we go downstairs to, like, uh, this lounge area. And they put out all this kind of panic memorabilia, like Brendan's suits and, uh, like, the gold records and, and stuff like that, which is cool. So it was cool to see that and, and whatnot. Oh, and then I remember I asked this girl, can you take a picture of uh, me with Brendan's suit? And she goes, Sure. And I said, it's the closest I'll ever come to being in a picture with him. And I realized I was, I totally lied. I didn't even realize what I was doing, but I've, I've been in a picture with him. Uh, it's probably the yeah, happiest I've ever, it's the happiest I'll ever be. Yeah, I lie. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, and I was like, why did I say that? But then she took the picture and I was like, do I correct myself? No, because then I look, just look like an asshole. Oh no, here, here, I was in a picture with him. Um, she was like, yeah, I totally feel you. And, oh, and then I tried to like, uh, take a picture of something else. And this girl was like, oh, that seat's taken. And I go, I'm just taking a, and she's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Other people have tried to, it was just a lot of weird experiences. Oh, and then this old couple comes up and she's like, how much did you pay for these tickets? And I told her like how much it was. And she, she says, that's, yeah, that's what we paid. So what do you get along with it? And and like people were so unbelievably confused. Like there was nothing confusing about the package that you bought when you bought the tickets. If you had access right. to fuck, if you had access to fucking email, then you would know what you paid for. So she's like, "Oh, so it's just the cuz the ticket said like $69 or something, but then there was also all this other shit that they gave you like merch and shit and you get to hang out in the lounge and be bothered by people." So uh, what, uh, eventually happened was, uh, and I had seen Zach, their tour manager. Um, uh, I had seen him at the beginning and I'm like, Oh, do I talk to him? Do I not talk to him? Um, it kind of the, it's always the thought I have whenever I see someone and I, and I think of the John Weeks insult reel. I always think, uh, Oh, I better not. Oh, I don't think I should. Uh. And, uh, so then I, <laughs> So eventually I wait for him. He's, he's, uh, then, then I see him hugging people and he's in the lounge, but he's, he's eating and hugging people. I don't want to bother him. And I figured that getting, uh, Brendan or any member in the touring band of Panic! The Disco would be impossible. So I just figured, let me try and get Zach. And so I said, uh, Hey, Hey man, you're Zach, right? I'm, I'm Ryan. We met briefly in Camden and he goes, your face looks familiar. And I said, all right. And I said, uh, so um, I'm putting together this insult reel of uh, – and he, his face actually didn't look as as horrified as I thought it would because I thought he – I was pretty sure he was going to think that I was going to ask Brend, ask for Brendan to do it. But I said, uh, 
you know, uh, I'm putting together this insult reel for my podcast co-host, and uh, you know, some great people have done it. Uh, Louis Black, Whoopi Goldberg, and would it would it uh, would you be willing to to insult my um, friend here? And he he goes like, um, so like insult how? And I said, uh, I said, well, he voted for Donald Trump, he, and as soon as I said that, <laughs> as soon as I said that, he goes, oh God, he did. Oh what he did? Oh God! And I said, and I kept going. I said he voted for Donald Trump. He uh, he does he 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 doesn't shower very often, or he didn't shower very often. There's, you know, I'm trying to give him all this material but he couldn't get past the first thing I said and so he just I see the wheels turning and he's considering doing it and I said if it's no it's fine and then he goes no I just I have so many bad things to say that to, to that guy and and that and oh my <laughs> god okay it was good to see you so he w- wouldn't do it because he was so afraid of saying too many horrible things to you Oh my gosh! Well, that's the first. I got it. I got it. You know, that's pretty yeah. horrible. I mean, he was so angry. He couldn't yeah. say just one thing. Uh, he, he, I think. Did you did you look flustered? He sounded very frustrated. No, no. He he was very calm about it, but he he was you know he was considering. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame him. I mean, there's a lot of things that a lot of materials go after me with, and then, uh, you know, I, I think he was just so caught up in the idea. But I don't know. I think he was just really. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think he was happy about it. <laughs> Weeks, I can barely understand a word you're saying, and if I can't understand you, then nobody listening can understand you. What, what are you? What are you doing over there? Are you, uh, are you eating something? I'm eating my phone here. But no, no. Uh, it, it sounded like you were so flustered by the fact that I voted for Donald Trump. He couldn't pin down one insult. I mean, he must have been so uh, caught up about it. Uh, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't come after me about it. I, I, I appreciate that, though. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can try to mention, try to insult me about. But, I mean, this is one of the biggest, I guess. I, I appreciate the effort. I mean, there's a lot of people... Uh, there's a lot of people out there who got a lot of, of beef. He's got a lot of beef. You know what I appreciated the most was that he just flat out said no. You know, like nobody else has done that. So, <laughs> you know, he just said no. Like, you know, no, nobody else has said no. Like, I, the only people who have said that they couldn't do it, they kind of sugarcoated yeah. it with like, you know, like the only other people were Rachel Dratch and Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas, that was my fault. It was not the right, it wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right place. Uh, Rachel Dratch was a different situation because she walks out of the play carrying a shitload of books. And that was, she probably did that so that people like me wouldn't come and bother her. Um, but, uh, but yeah, she, she, she was like, no, I don't think I really have an insult in me right now or something like that. And she apologized. But, but and both of them were very apologetic, Jonas and Dratch. Jonas and Dratch, that sounds like kind of a, like a comedy duo. Jonas and Dratch, except uh, one Jonas of them is Dratch, not funny. Or like a, a, a singing duet. Yeah, Jonas and Dratch. <laughs> Jonas and Dratch. But you know that the first time uh, that, um, you know, my friend Sherry, Stephanie? 
Yeah, Sherry. Sherry. <laughs> the first time that um, Sherry and I saw Nick Jonas was at um, was at this place, Rough Trade NYC in Brooklyn, in Williamsburg, and oh. all these girls were. All these girls were in line and like scantily clad and stuff. And at some point, oh, we had just eaten these like tremendous burgers, kind of like the pounder, like you ate in Santa Monica, except uh, not as big. <laughs> but it was like, such a bad decision before a concert, and so we were t- we were like both had to shit. And so um, we thought it would be so funny if like if, Sh- if Sherry went up to uh, any of these girls who were you know hanging around dressed all scantily and saying like hey do you know hey i love your top do you know where the bathroom is i have to take a shit and it was just so funny at the time and then we we also thought to make it even funnier it'd be like hey do you know where nick jonas is i really need to go to the bathroom like like just to you know do you know where nick is i have to take a shit so then since then we've said if we've had to um defecate we've said that we have to jonas and um, then I, I see this uh, thing today, uh, this, um, uh, what do you call it, this, this uh, menu today. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, so this, this menu for this bagel menu, and it's, it's the Bushwick Bagel House menu that uh, my colleague sent me today. And <clears throat> there's a, um, a bagel situation sandwich on here that says, that, that's that's called the Jonas Special, right? And Ooh, guess yeah. guess what's guess what's on it? Duck uh, butter, defecated <laughs> um, material, and anal mint. <laughs> close. No good. No good. Close. Close. It's called the it's called the Jonas Special, and then. What's on it is chorizo, bacon, cheddar, eggs, and cream cheese. Let me repeat. Chorizo, bacon, cheddar, eggs, and cream cheese. And I think it's so funny that it's called the Jonas Special because that will definitely have to make you take a shit. So I, like, I, sent, uh, I sent Sherry the screenshot of that, and she says, please don't order that shit on a bagel sandwich. And I said, how do they know that it's literally called the Jonas? And she said, I guess it's more common than we thought. Yeah, that's that definitely going to make me Jonas. Yeah, that's for sure. That's the Jonas special. You're going to stay near the uh, the, the toilet on that one. Oh. <laughs> and then when we had to pee, when we had to pee, we would say we had to Joe Jonas. And when it was Nick, it was. Uh, <laughs> and I guess Kevin is uh, vomit, but but we we don't talk about that. <laughs> How was the concert though? The concert. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the concerts were amazing, um, and uh, I know that I've repeated this many times on the show weeks, but uh, a few years ago I, I said I think they might have to start playing bigger venues again. And around that time, I was seeing them at um, the theater at Madison Square Garden was was where I saw them. Uh, that time, uh, which is the smaller venue attached to Madison Square Garden. And this time, I see them at the Wells Fargo Center. It's a sold-out show. It's at this massive arena. Um, and then wow. uh, and then on Thursday, uh, I see them at Madison Square Garden, and it is sold out, and it's crazy. And, like, 
there was um the set lists were exactly the same which i figured they would be and it was very like spectacular the show was full of spectacle and like real fire and uh flying piano wow. and uh yeah it was amazing um and uh so i figured the set list would be exactly the same which it was uh, but the difference is that, like, at, at the um, – I mean, Brendan talked to the audience both places, but in New York, he said, uh, so I guess we got to address the elephant in the room. Uh, this is our first time playing Madison Square Garden, and uh, it was fucking crazy. And uh, and everyone, like, big wow. cheer and stuff. And then later in the show, he said, like – he said, put put things in perspective. I've been doing Panic for 13 years, and this is our first time at the Garden, and he was so happy, and it's so crazy. And Oh, and actually, the first show, which I did not go to, was at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, and he posted on his uh, Instagram that night um, like to say that uh, that was the best opening to a tour ever would be an understatement, and he was so excited. And I guess what happened in that first show is that people – um, brought these uh, green hearts made of like construction paper. And during this song, Girls, Girls, Boys, which is all about um, uh, equality, uh, sexual orientation, equality, and all LGBTQ stuff, the, um, they all shine their phone flashes through these green hearts. So Brendan Instagrammed that and said, like, I hope this happens at more shows. And then when he started playing right. Girls, Girls, Boys at the Garden, he had this pride flag on his microphone and then he also uh, uh which i think he must have gotten from the audience uh and then there was also the uh uh the all these um the sea of like green hearts and he at the beginning of the song he's like my god and, and he said it's the most beautiful it's been and stuff and uh and it's it's amazing man that's uh uh they were amazing he sounded amazing he's an incredible showman i went with my friend uh matthew eskew in New York and, uh, uh, you know, went by myself in, in Philadelphia, but went with SQ in, in New York. And, uh, um, he was like, wow, he's, he's incredible. And, uh, you know, you know how they are. They are just fantastic. And Brendan's the only, um, surviving member, you know, he's, he's the only, uh, original member of the band who's in the band. Yeah. That's, uh, first of all, it's incredible. I got to give a props on that. And then, um, Madison Square Garden. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. You know, this, Panic and Brandon are, are, are pretty amazing in that uh, they're always <laughs> like a sleeper, you know, act in that uh, they've been around for a long time, as you said, and uh, they've been gaining a following, a strong following for a long time. I remember they were they played the Radio 104 Fest a couple of years back, and uh, now they're at MSG, which is amazing. I mean, they that's just a, an ode to their music, their persistence, and uh, their ability, because uh, I, 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 you know, it's hard to do that as a musician and a, as a music act. So I think uh, they're, they're incredible, i got to say. And, you know, whenever I, like, watch their videos or whenever I see them on, on um, you know, live on TV, they're extremely energetic. I don't know where you get that energy, man. That's, that's, uh, yeah. that's nuts. I couldn't do that. But, you know, props to him. I like his music, and... Uh, uh, you know, he's just like extreme. He's extreme. I gotta give it to him. <laughs> Good kid. You, you gotta, yeah, and you gotta realize that there's, he carries the entire show. You know, I mean, obviously, he has uh, other musicians in the band with him, but he's the one right. who has to sing every lyric. And you know, I mean, he's uh, he, he's the one who's who's going all around the stadium and flying on the piano. And I mean, it's just. Yeah, the amount of energy, he's just an incredible entertainer, um, which I don't think is any 
secret by now, but I, I hope that more people are noticing that. What's odd to me is that this is the album that really um, broke them back through, which is strange because right. uh, I thought that uh, every one of their albums, aside from the second one, which was the furthest veering away from the Panic sound or sounds, uh, I think everyone uh-huh. has been amazing. Um, every one of the albums has been amazing, uh, and like especially the last two. So for this not to happen two albums ago, I'm confused why Death of a Bachelor is so um, so huge as opposed to the last one, because the last one had Miss Jackson on it and Girls, Girls, Boys. I mean, it was just, uh, I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand why people, uh-oh, did I lose weeks? Oh, fuck. Oh, and where's Fogarty? I think there might be an issue with, I think there might be an issue. With blog talk. Let me see. Let me try dialing weeks out again. Dialing weeks. I haven't heard that in a long time. Especially when calling a cell phone. What the hell? Uh, Let me try again. Let's see. Weeks, 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 weeks. Call failed or was not answered. Let's try again. Come on, man. 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 Man! Man, what's going on with you, man? I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, uh, very weird. Uh, you know, when you were talking, my phone started ringing. It, it, I think it shut off that phone call and started calling Blaze and Ryan. You know what? I think it's uh, uh, and the the wizard is uh, late to the party tonight. So I just messaged her. Is she having trouble getting in? Do you think so? I think so. I think so. I'm sorry, I cut you off. So you were talking about why Bachelor was the the, the album that was so big and uh, or was so yeah. popular. I don't know. Yeah. Man. Why this? Uh, I don't know, man. You know, but from watching the videos, he seemed to like grow into his own. He seemed to make a really unique style, and you know I don't know much about Panic, you know, prior to that album, but I know that they, uh, you know, that uh, people said they were similar to Fall Out Boy. I don't see the similarities at all, but uh, uh, I think they really came into their own, to their own style with that album, with the video. I think he was he became very sexualized in a lot of ways. I think it was almost like a coming into his own. Um, but I with, thought. With which which one? Uh, uh, girl? uh, like the girls, boys. I, I think. Uh, okay, yeah. Where he's naked. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think they're just incredibly unique, and people, you know, get drawn to that sometimes, and sometimes they don't. You know, I mean, for them to be that unique and not to stray, and then to be able to sell a crowd that MSG is pretty amazing. I think it's a, uh, you know, very few bands can do that. You know, put it this way, to to your point, is um, uh, they're, okay, so to me, I see Fallout Boy as I see Johnny Carson, and I see Panic at the Disco as I see David Letterman. Let me explain. Yeah, very So there would be no Panic without Fallout Boy. So there would be no Dave without Johnny, Um, but uh, Dave was better than Johnny. And uh, and panic is better than Fall Out Boy. But let me explain that a little further, because there would be no panic without um, 
the Fallout Boy because Fallout Boy uh, is the reason that Panic is uh, was signed to a record label because what happened was Pete Wentz heard two songs on MySpace of this band Panic the Disco and immediately signed them to uh, the label that Fallout Boy has. So, um, okay. so they kind of discovered Panic. Pete Wentz basically discovered Panic. Pete Wentz even makes a cameo in the in a video during the concert um, where he like holds Brandon hostage, and it's very. It's uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind being part of that. Uh, but <laughs> but he um uh so he they discovered Panic basically and um put him on the map kind of like how uh and and Panic maybe was influenced by them a bit. Same thing, Dave was maybe influenced by Johnny and maybe kind of discovered by Johnny and successful because of Johnny, but uh, Dave is the greatest talk show host of all time. <laughs> you know, I might not disagree with you there, actually, about Dave being the best, to be honest with you. I think it, Really? Really? Uh, yeah, I think it was just a matter of personal preference. I just like Jay, you know, and the... But Dave, I think, you know, left the footprint. Uh, I think it was more unique. I think that's the thing. You know, people will remember you when you're more unique, you're more edgy, and uh, you kind of have something that distinguishes you. You know, Jay didn't really do that. You know, he more – Jay did everything he could to be, you know, normal, you know, to be regular, to be one of the regular guys, you know. And uh, But I think it was always just more of a personal preference. It did, you know, I, didn't, I never thought he was better. But, uh, you know, I think, yeah, Dave's probably more talented. You know, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, yeah. So good. It goes without. It goes without saying. I mean, it's yeah. It's, uh, that's that's like saying Barack Obama is more level-headed than Donald Trump. <laughs> well, we all know Donald Trump has the best temperament of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I have the greatest temperament. Uh. Uh. Oh wait, Fogarty. It looks like Fogarty is seeing. He's seen my messages now. So let's see. Where is what? I don't know where the. Well, she's on Facebook. Hmm. Has the wizard ever been to the Elm City? That's the thing I want to know. I have no idea. You'll have to ask her. He's, he's a strange lad. I have to say, I, I you know, <laughs> I, I'd love to know. <laughs> John, we know what time it is. Oh my God! I am so sorry to make you all vamp for so long. All right. I completely okay. lost track of the time sitting and watching basketball and scandal and Ooh. oh lord. Ooh, you got Nobody you doing that pic, picture? You doing that picture in picture with basketball and scandal? Or you flipping back and forth? Flipping back and forth. Is picture Ooh. in picture a thing? And, and that's one that? of my and that's one of my first hot messes. Is oh, how is right it every it. goddamn time there's a commercial? The uh, go to a live sporting event and what is going on? A commercial. Oh. <laughs> it's like all those times that they just randomly blow the whistle. If you go to another major station, it's coinciding with the commercial breaks. Boom, boom. 
Yeah. That also that w- that also ties into what we were just talking about because when Letterman and Leno were on against each other, when Dave went on commercial, I would flip over to Jay, especially if it was like Mondays and headlines was on because everyone loves headlines. Uh, but um, the but the it would always their commercials would always be synced, so they would always have commercials at the same time. That does not happen now. It doesn't happen with Colbert and Kimmel and Fallon now that everyone no, gets long. No, but it long. happens with sporting events. Which is yeah. why they're so goddamn long, and everybody's complaining about them. Yeah. <laughs> because the breaks are the breaks they take now aren't inherent to the game. They're commercial timeouts. Oh dear, yeah, that's, that's yeah. too much time. Um, yeah, so I didn't so... mean to just jump the hot messes, <laughs> but that's some bullshit right there. <laughs> well, what's your second hot? Right what's one, your second? What's, what's my your second, second hot mess? mess has got to be the president. The got to be the president of South Korea. He thought he had a good oh. thing going, and they snatched his ass right out of the office. <laughs> <laughs> they took his ass right out the damn office. <laughs> yep. They said, oh, bye, Farisha. <laughs> okay. That took a while to get. Oh, it's a bye now, Farisha. <laughs> Oh, my God. And who's your final hot mess, sire? Oh, it has to be Farisha oh. for going bye-bye. Oh. oh. How how are you, by the way, sire? How are you? What's going on in your life? Oh, shit. I was running around like a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. <laughs> I got so Doing many what? things going on. You're a busy man. I literally, I literally had to like make a list of the things. Like, there's three events that I'm planning. One is mm. coming up April Fools. The other one's May 5th, and the next one is June 11th, and that's the Pulse Project. That's sort mm-hmm. of our piece about the Pulse Massacre, trying to sync up with Gays Against Guns as a mm. benefit fundraiser for them on that one. The April Fool's event, I just spoke to the NYCLU, and they said they would love for us to donate the money to them, and we can actually use that in our uh, publicity, saying that it's a, a benefit for. We can't use the logo because they're not in partnership with us, but mm-hmm. we can at least claim that it's a benefit for the NYCLU. And then the other one is going to be a reading of that Pulse Project piece just as a play at the Dramatist Guild. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I suddenly realized since I'm having to, you know, find actors and stuff for all these things, I had to suddenly, like, look at them as the three separate events they are and not just this sort of morphing next two months into these ongoing performances. So, yeah, I've been doing the head pat belly rub all day long. <laughs> all good stuff, all important stuff. Uh, let's get on to some um, unimportant stuff. You guys lubed up and ready to joke off? Yes, yeah, sir. Different strokes to rule the world. That's how much rule the world. Rest in peace. Okay. Consumers and consumers and I just don't understand this at all. Consumers and flavored Oreos are reporting their poop is turning pink. And what's the problem? 
Peep, peep. <laughs> peep. <laughs> peep, peep, peep. I think, yeah, I meant to write consumers of. I'm not R. I just beat them like a season. A diner. Customer in Australia appears to have put hair in her own food before leaving the restaurant a bad review on TripAdvisor. She then carried on on a rant about the quality of life. <laughs> yeah, that was great. She was like, she was like holding them hostage for the for the you know food and saying she was going to write a bad review, and she already had. And then, then they were smart enough to go, wait a minute, we got this on camera. Huh? <laughs> that, that was my favorite joke ever. <laughs> Only it was for real. Yeah. Yeah. That was, nope, uh, nope. Lady, she had some issues. She, had some, she was having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Her and Katie Perry. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. 45-year-old Florida man, Howard Coding, allegedly posed as a member of the band Nickelback to get a good deal on drum equipment. The seller said he gave the drums to this man after the man promised not to release any more music. Look at this photograph. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nickelback is not who I would be choosing to impersonate. <laughs> no. No, I think Billy Vanilli is more adventurous. <laughs> yeah, well, especially because they died, so that's certainly more Senator Al Franken. Senator Al Franken was furious this week after Attorney General Jeff Attorney General Jeff Sessions. God, is that weird to say all together? Try it with me, fellas. Attorney General. Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Well, would you break it down like that, bitch? And something <laughs> answer to his question last week that he had not had contact with Russia when he had. Sessions took a long, long, hard look at Franken and said, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, well, I'm smart enough, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Very nice, very nice. A teen jumped to his death on Friday in a reported Snapchat stunt in Singapore. Spectators said, well, it is supposed to disappear after a few seconds. Wow. Wow. I mean, that one is very, very terrible. Very terrible. Yeah. At least go Facebook Live with that shit and it'll be around. 
In an interview with the Sunday Times, Kristen Stewart said she hated how her relationship with Robert Pattinson was a commodity. She was especially annoyed after he turned her into a vampire. Ooh. <laughs> that fight. Quite inconvenient, but she, yeah. But she loved the way he ate and came up with a mouthful of blood. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Right about that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you wonder why you do keep me red. That was pink. This is us Ooh. actor Milo Ventimiglia said in a recent interview he doesn't think there needs to be any more Gilmore Girls episodes. If only he had come to that conclusion about heroes when he had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> yup, 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 yup. But he has got one perky little butt. Instead <laughs> of champagne wow. glass on that bitch. <laughs> La La Land Live is coming to a city near you. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's Moonlight Live. Wow. <laughs> La La Land Live would have to be sort of an interactive thing. That you would do during rush hour. What does that mean? I don't know. What does that mean? Have you seen the movie? No, no. I have not. No. Well, then okay. you would you would not know. Oh, okay. It's the opening. It's the opening credits and eight minute montage that has everybody agog. Ooh. And it's during, during rush hour, traffic not moving on the freeway. And they all come out their goddamn cars and end up dancing on top of them and on the railing and on the... Uh-huh. And then just like that, traffic starts moving again. Yeah. So it was yeah. an interactive event. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. It's they, La La Land Live is actually real. It's a real thing that's coming. Uh, oh. oh, my God. Well, you know, I still want to go to Bible Land down there in Orlando, Florida. Florida. Oh, I haven't haven't heard of that. Yes. Bible Land. It's almost downtown Bible Orlando. Land? Yes. Bible and you can see wow. and you can see and you can see the crucifixion five times a day enacted by and wow. who one of the first people who ever did the enactment was uh what's his name, Cabezel? You know the guy that sort of whispers yes. tall and very swarthy. Anyway, the Christ. Christ. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, he actually, like, got his first, because he's very Christian and thanks his Lord and Savior for every role he gets. He was Christ for a stint as a young actor at Bible Land. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. And, and then he becomes Jesus in the, in the Passion of the Christ? Yep. That's yep. crazy. Oh, my gosh. He, he put... He put all that early training to work. But can you imagine recreating the crucifixion? He, like, you know, would carry a fucking cross around five times a day. Well, Jason (laughs) Selvig did that at Syracuse when uh, he seemed fine. Yeah. (laughs) And then when it comes time for lunch, he just gets to sit down with the... (laughs) 
he has to sit down in the in the cafeteria with the people, and then he hops back up on that cross. <laughs> no, that's some funny shit. Just sitting here dying with Christ. Gotta get back to work, guys. Yep. Yep. The state of Hawaii seemed a temporary uh, restraining order this week against President Trump's new executive order restricting travel from six Muslim-majority countries. When Trump found out, he said, well, you can tell the people of Hawaii, sayonara. That is so good. (laughs) That is so good. That is definitely something you would say. (laughs) That is good on so many deep levels. A white teen called his classmate a black piece of shit in a disturbing video out of Raleigh. (laughs) In a disturbing video out of Raleigh, North Carolina, this week. No word on who he voted for. Uh, Yeah, why he got to be white? I don't know, man. I'm just reading what they wrote. Oh, that don't work, babe, twice. Uh, That's like you're trying to put the right ring in a batra. Ooh. <laughs> Emma Watson this week shared with Tint in the Gloss that she oils her puke with fur oil. What the hell? <laughs> now Harry can slip in his broom more easily. <laughs> Oh my God! Fur oh oil. My God. Fur yeah, I guess. It's, I guess it's supposed to soften you the puke. Some like beaver oil on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like beaver fur oil. What about like uh, olive oil? I want to know. Well, I want to know how they milk the beaver anyway. How do you get the fur? <laughs> The oil from the fur. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. And close us out, Fogarty. Okie doke. Tim Kaine's youngest son, Woody, was arrested on Saturday after crashing and rioting at a pro-Trump rally in Minnesota over the weekend. Now, why the fuck didn't Tim Kaine do that during the campaign? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, child, things are going to get easier. (laughs) Oh, child, things are going to get better. (laughs) Chances are they are not. (laughs) Not anytime soon. Um, But, uh, Tom Fogarty, thank you so much. Uh, for hanging out with us tonight and uh, break a leg with all your projects. We'll see you here next week. I hope so. Bye. See you, Tom Fogarty. Boy, boy, bye, boy. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, so where, okay. Did we have anything else to finish with that conversation that we were having before Fogarty got on? I think we were at the end of that, no? 
I thought we were just talking about how great Panic in the Disco is and their music being so unique. Uh, and yes. this is this. And you went to two concerts and you saw him and you, and and you wanted his his juices all over you, right? For some of <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is any any of Brendan's juices? Oh God, Fogarty's uh, Facebook messaging me like a. Oh, he's saying my bad. Oh, I don't. Yeah, you're all good, bro. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yes, uh, I, and I did not intend to talk about Panic this entire uh, sh- episode, but, um, but yeah, I did see them twice, and uh, oh, you know what I did with um, because sometimes, and John Weeks, you know this, we've had a situation. Do you remember there was a situation? Oh, by the way, you're making a lot of racket over there. I don't know what's happening with your phone or your headset or something, but there's some sort of. It sounds like. A, <laughs> Sounds like a rat is in between your mouth and the mouthpiece of the phone. <laughs> Sorry about that. My desk is very squeaky. It's too squeaky. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, well, you got to get the mice out of there. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that one. So, uh, uh, so we ran into an issue weeks. Remember that concert, that Hootie and the Blowfish concert? I got the three tickets for, and then. You and I went, and nobody took that third ticket. This was many years ago. This was before StubHub, but that was at Mohegan Sun. You remember that? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Oh, my God. That had to be like at least 12, uh, 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. More than that. I, yeah. So, uh, so, and Hootie was great, of course. Uh, but the, oh, yeah. um, but the, you know, if it were now, I would have tried to sell it or, or, or given it to someone at the very least, uh, you know, out, outside the door. Um, but, uh, uh, with, so I got two tickets for panic at the garden, right? And what I did to try and prevent that type of situation again, I, I said, I, I wrote in a group chat to this kid, Matthew Eskew that I used to work with at, uh, the, the law firm. I, uh, I said in a group chat with us and and the girls, uh, I said, uh, uh, Ask you remember to keep uh, March the night of March second open, and and I never talked to him about it before. Right? I just said remember to keep it open, and then he yeah. liked the message because on this app you can like the message. So he liked the message, and, he, and then he goes, "What's March second again?" And um, <laughs> and I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything about it, and then um, and then I. Uh, when was it? The week of the concert. So last week, at the beginning of the week, I said, I said, like, I texted him and I said, hey man, you still good for uh, Panic at the Garden Thursday night? And then he goes, uh, he he goes, uh, how much were tickets? And I and I said, no man, this is your birthday present. You don't remember your birthday? And so I'm just making up this whole thing, uh, you know, to, to make him think that he already committed to this. And uh, right, the, right. the more I, the more I talk about it, the sleazier I feel about it. But um, but I, uh, I was like, no man, it's it's your birthday present. And so he's like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm checking on StubHub. These prices are out are insane. And I said, no man, I bro- I bought face value tickets. It's fine. You don't need to pay me for them either because it's your birthday. And it's not his birthday at all, by the way. His birthday was in January. Um, and. Uh, and anyway, eventually he said that he said he's interested and then he came and it was fine. But it was basically his attendance there was kind of based upon my lie. 
Well, I think it's a brilliantly, I think it's a brilliantly crafted lie, and yeah. you know that's what friends do to each other. I think that's great. I, I you know, I, I applaud you for that. I think that's pretty hilarious. As well, and uh, a good time was had by all. I mean, so it's a, it, it, it is a good lie. I think it was absolutely necessary. I like it. Yeah, yeah, and he and and he didn't pay a dime, you know. I mean, he he bought us the the hot dogs and the and the Coke Zero. Is, is he didn't, but he didn't pay a dime on the ticket. So, uh, I th- yeah, I think in the end it was a win win and it was a good time and uh, it was good stuff. The last time that he and I saw Panic was at Roseland Ballroom shortly before it closed, and that was uh, again a smaller venue and and it was just crazy to you know to be with him this time at the Garden and uh, oh geez oh just. Oh God! Oh jeez! <laughs> Just talking about it gets you all flustered over there. Look at you! Look, that's amazing. Yeah, but you know, I love him. I think that's a great thing. You know, he's one of your favorite musicians, and you get to meet him, uh, and you get to get. So we'll have the VIP uh, experience. I mean, that's great. You know, I wish I, uh, I, I could do that with, uh, I guess, you two or King Leon. I actually might try that with King Leon. Now that I hear your stories and they're. So positive and amazing. I, I might try to do that because uh, I, I know King Leonard are, are on tour, or you know, next year. Ooh. So I might do that. Yeah, yeah, man. Because you may as That's well really try fun. and do it with. Sh- yeah, because you, you may as well try and do it with shitty bands too. It doesn't just need to be good bands. It could be <laughs> shitty bands like you know, you two, Leon, Coldplay. <laughs> yep. I want to try to get him to insult me. Uh, insult me as well. So I, I'm going to try it. Who Bono <laughs> or the Edge? Bono, I want Bono to insult me, and I want the the lead singer of Kings of Leon to insult me. I think it'd be hilarious. Hey, hey, what's the lead singer of Kings Kings of Leon's name? Uh, Caleb Fallowell. Oh, damn it! I thought you were gonna not know that. Okay, good job. Um, <laughs> but then again, you could have just made it up. What uh, do we have anything else to discuss before we move on to our favorite movie scenes? No, not not not, not of not of yet. But uh, we're definitely having a show next week. I think we should go three weeks in a row. Yes, sir. Done. Let's yeah. Do if, because I tell you what, weeks. There's nowhere else I'd rather be than right here with you right now. I couldn't agree more. It gets me through the week. It gets me through life, quite frankly. Uh, me and, too. and and that's 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 saying a lot, you know, because. Uh, Life can be difficult and hairy sometimes, but when you have a show like this, we ride until the wheels fall off, and then stop. That's right. We joyriding. We joyriding over here. We joyriding. We joyriding over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, John Weeks, what is your favorite scene in She's the Man? Yes, sir. My, my favorite scene in She's the Man is when she plays this poker guy, and he's, she's playing this guy named Teddy KGB, and uh, it's a pretty tense scene, and uh, it's just a pretty good back-and-forth dialogue here. Uh, you know what? I got my five grand here. That's just fine by me. I'm going home, Teddy. Fine. It's a fucking joke anyway. After all, I am paying you with your own money. What did you say? Your money. I'm still up 20 grand from the last time I stick it in you. Trying to goad me, trying to own me, but this isn't a gunfight. It's not about pride or ego. It's only about money. I can leave now, even with Grandma and KGB, and halfway to paying Petrovsky back. 
That's the safe place. A tall worm, you can't lose what you don't put in the middle. But it also means you can't win much either. And that's my favorite scene. And she's the main man, feature main the bank man. Yes. 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 Thank you, sir. Was this, Thank you. Thank you. It, was this a, a conversation between our president and uh, the president of Russia? <laughs> this, 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 was and food, food. this is Trump and Putin. This is Trump and Putin. Just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what uh? What movie is that from? That's from the movie Rounders with Matt Damon and Edward Norton and John Malkovich. Oh, okay. After the colon, though. She's the main colon rounders. That's correct, yes. Uh, slash chocolate slash precious <laughs> slash rounders. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why you said chocolate precious, but yes, I do. All right. <laughs> and what's your favorite season? She's the main man. Put your main in my you know, I read today that Precious got a weight loss surgery situation. I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen her since. Really? So. Yeah. I wonder if it's uh, like the Chris Chris, the Chris Christie kind where you just stay the same size, though. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, is it, is, is it true that there was some kind of story? I don't know. It might have been Facebook news, some kind of fake news that I was reading about. Uh, Donald Trump and uh, Chris Christie were in a restaurant or something very recently. I think within the last two or three weeks. And um, for I don't know what it was, but the, people couldn't get to the whole conversation between the two of them. But it looked like Donald Trump was forcing Chris Christie to finish eating his meatloaf. I don't know if this is the truth, but does it? Did, have you ever heard of a story like that? No. I read about it. I read about it. And then they had this picture of Trump, like, pointing at Christie's plate. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. I, I, but it, it sounds like it makes sense with Donald Trump. <laughs> a good thing. That's not a good thing, man. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not at all. But, yes, I didn't want to run by that by you. <laughs> Yes, and my favorite scene, and she's the main, main feature, main, the brain's main, is from um, She's the Main, colon, uh, Precious, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire, uh, <laughs> hyphen, uh, The Quest for Peace, uh, <laughs> Doc Butter Time. And uh, Amanda Baines plays, she actually plays two different people at once. She plays this human girl named Bella and this vampire boy named Edward and she in one scene she plays both of them and it's just amazing she goes you're impossibly fast and strong your skin is pale white ice cold your eyes change color and sometimes you speak like like you're from a different time you never drink anything you don't go out in the sunlight how old are you? Seventeen. <laughs> How long have you been seventeen? Wow. A while. I know what you are. Say it out loud. Say it. Va- vampire. Are you afraid? No. Then ask me the most basic question. What do we eat? <gasps> you won't hurt me. 
Where are we going? Up the mountain. Out of the cloud bank. You need to know what I look like in the sunlight. This is... This... This is why we don't show ourselves in the sunlight. People would know that we are different. This is what I am. It's like diamonds. You're beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) This is the skin of a killer, Bella. I'm a killer. I don't believe that. It's because you believe a lie. A camouflage. In the world's most dangerous predator... Everything about me invites you in. My voice, my face, even my smell. As if I would need any of that. As if you could outrun me. As if you could fight me off. I'm designed to kill. I don't care. I've killed people before. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I want to kill you. I never wanted a human's blood so much in my life. I trust you. Don't. I'm here. I trust you. My family, we're different than others of our kind. We only hunt animals. We learn to control our thirst. It's you. Your scent. It's like a drug to me, like, like my own personal brand of heroin. Why do you hate me so much when we met? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Only for making me want you so badly. I still don't know if I can control myself. I know you can't. I I can't read your mind. You have to tell me what you're thinking. Now, Now I'm afraid. Good. I'm not afraid of you. I'm only afraid of losing you. I feel like you're going to disappear. You don't know how long I've waited for you. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb. What a stupid lamb. What a sick... (laughs) What a sick, masochistic lion. About three things I was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Second, there was a part of him. And I didn't know how dominant that part might be. That thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. And that's my favorite scene is she's a mang mang for Jermaine to Yes. Yes. That was by far the best favorite scene of all time. I loved it. It I would watch Twilight a thousand times if that's that was the acting. That would have been incredible. <laughs> incredible. I loved it. I love this. Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart take a page out of this guy's book. It's incredible. It's incredible. I love it. My favorite scene is season main main for Jermaine Fayette. Wow. Yes. 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 Wow. Uh, it's, 
and and I didn't uh, know that this episode would be so Twilight heavy either. But we uh, uh, we discussed that before, and then I just came upon it while Weeks was reading his uh, Rounders thing. I just randomly came upon it, so I thought that Twilight would be a good thing to go with now because you know I did not prepare uh, uh, <clears throat> for my favorite scene this time. Uh, as is my want. Incredible. W O N T, not W A N T. Yes. Uh, all right, John Weeks. Wow. Anything else? Anything else you need to ask me before we go? No, that is it, sir. That is it. Until next week, I guess. And uh, to all, a good night. <laughs> I can think of no better way. Of, what the hell was that? Was that? Was I that have you? no idea. Was, was that you impersonating me, impersonating Edward? Because you know Edward is not really British. He's <laughs> American in the thing. Uh, anyway. Uh that was me reading a bedtime story and saying to all the good night. And I have no idea what that was about. You said it very ominously. Like it was like almost like Count Dracula was reading me a bedtime story and I'm very uh, and I don't want to fall asleep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Vampires. Well I can You never like vampires. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, God damn it. Always been into vampires. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, oh, and don't think that I'm going to ignore you calling Brendan Brandon earlier. I fucking heard that. <laughs> I knew it. See, I was testing you. I was testing. I knew it. I know you were. I know you were. Uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. I'm sorry I unfriended you on Facebook. <laughs> no, I'm not. And... Uh, <laughs> Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you gonna do with that thing? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna join you're gonna join up with her and with the band Nickelback and hopefully President Donald Trump will do something right and put a travel ban on that band. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good thing you said that alone. Good night, week, good night everybody. <laughs> good night.